You're listening to one of the sermons preached from Shalom Baptist Chapel, recorded at one of our worship services. Has anyone ever told you something like this? I just can't explain. You just need to go and experience it for yourself. Or, I wouldn't do justice if I tried to explain. You've got to experience it for yourself. Or, oh my goodness, it was so delicious, it was so nice. I don't know how to explain it, just go and try. Or something like this, you wouldn't believe me if I just tell you. So why don't you just come and see for yourself? Has anyone, has anyone said something like this to you? Or perhaps you said that, you know, to someone after experiencing something like, you know, eating a delicious food in one of the restaurants or experiencing a holiday in a nice resort in some exotic place. The point is this, there are some things in life that you just can't simply explain. You've got to come and see, right? You've got to come and see to experience it for yourself. Isn't that right? And this is also the case with Jesus or Christianity. What do I mean? Let me explain by showing you a couple of encounters with Jesus, recorded for us by the Apostle John in John chapter 1. And this is what the Apostle John tells us. The following day John, and here John is John the Baptist. So the following day John the Baptist was again standing with two of his disciples. As Jesus walked by, John looked at him and declared, Look, there is the Lamb of God. When John's two disciples heard this, they followed Jesus. In other words, the two disciples stopped following John the Baptist and they started to follow Jesus. Jesus looked around and saw them following. What do you want? He asked them. They replied, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Where are you staying? You see, they heard about Jesus, but they don't know him personally. Where are you staying? Is a question of wanting to know him personally and find out more about Jesus. And then, instead of giving them directly his home address, Jesus instead gave an invitation, right? Come and see. You just follow me. You just come and you see. You see, this invitation wasn't an invitation just to know about him, but to know him personally. It wasn't an invitation to explain to them who he is, but to let them experience him in a personal way, and therefore come and see. Then the Apostle John continues to tell us that it was about four o'clock in the afternoon when the two disciples of John the Baptist went with him, Jesus, to the place where he was staying, and they remained with Jesus the rest of the day. Andrew Simon Peter's brother was one of these two, two uh, one of these men who heard what John said and followed Jesus. Andrew, after you know spending time with Jesus, after experiencing Jesus personally, Andrew went to find his brother Simon and told him, "We have found the Messiah, which means Christ." And then Andrew brought Simon 
to meet Jesus. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee, and he found Philip and said to him, Come, follow him. And then, after Philip experiencing Jesus personally, Philip then went to look for Nathanael and told him, We have found the very person Moses and the prophets wrote about. <clears throat> His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Now, Nathanael was a skeptic, or rather he was someone who takes no nonsense. He wouldn't believe in anything just because his friend tells him so. He wouldn't believe just because his friend believed. No, uh, that wasn't Nathaniel. Uh, and, and that's what I believe many of us are as well, aren't we? If you are not, I think you should learn from Nathaniel. Don't just believe anything. Don't, don't just believe everything or anything just because your friend believes, right? So in response uh, to Philip's message, Nathaniel retorted and said, Nazareth, <laughs> exclaimed Nathaniel, can anything good <clears throat> come from Nazareth? Nothing good has come out of, you know, Nazareth. And how do you expect me to believe that the Savior of the world will come, will come out what, from a place like Nazareth? Really, Philip? You expect, you expect me to believe that? And how did Philip respond? Trust me, right? Trust me, Nathaniel, as your good friend. Why would I lie to you, my friend? If, if, I tell, if what I tell you is not true, then you, know, you go ahead and do whatever you want to do to me. But you wouldn't believe. I mean, you got to believe in me. You know, I, I heard and I saw it for myself and experienced it. You must, you must trust me, Nathaniel. If it's not true, I won't tell you. Well, I don't know about you, but that's how I may probably respond to Nathaniel if I were Philip, right? But you see, the interesting thing is this. Here's how Philip responded to Nathaniel. He responded, listen, he responded with an invitation. Come and see. <laughs> Come and see for yourself, Philip replied. Philip is like, I know it sounds crazy, right? So why don't you just come and see for yourself? I, I won't explain. You just come and see. And I may be wrong, yes, but just come and see for yourself. Because you see, Philip understood that Jesus is not something you simply explain. He is someone you can personally experience. That's why the invitation, come and see, come and experience him. Andrew invited his family member, Simon Peter, his own brother. And Philip invited his friend or colleague, Nathaniel. And we know that both Simon Peter and Nathaniel met Jesus and experienced who Jesus really is for themselves, right? And as a result of that, what happened? That's right. It totally changed their lives forever. Not only that, but here's something that we might miss out. Andrew ended up having his younger brother, uh, Peter, you know, with same faith, 
and doing life together, doing ministry together with, alongside with Jesus. Philip, on the other hand, ended up also having his friend or colleague, Nathaniel, follow Jesus and doing ministries and life together, encouraging one another. Likewise, imagine, imagine following Jesus and serving and growing together as a family. That no matter what happens in life, you could always turn back. You could always turn to your family members for prayers, for encouragement, and to carry each other's burden in Jesus. And imagine having that peace and confidence. Imagine having the peace and confidence that no matter what happens to any of the family members, that you will see them again in the next life with Jesus for eternity. But I'd also like you to imagine, what if that's not the case for you with your family members? How would you feel? Different? Unsettling? The good news for you is that there is still hope for you, for your family members. Just as Andrew saw his younger brother coming to Christ and experiencing him and changed his life, likewise, you can also see that in your family members. And it may be, it may, it may just be a matter of time. It may just be a matter of your invitation to come and see. Just come and see for yourself. And when they come and see, it might just change their lives just as it did yours. And that's what, and that's when you see your entire family journeying together, hand in hand, with the same faith and same future in eternity, right? And what about friends and colleagues? Imagine, for example, for example, going for a mission trip, serving the community, you know, helping the poor and the needy, doing ministry and helping the church and one another grow together, mature. Imagine doing all these things together with some of your best friends or colleagues. How would you like that? Wouldn't it be nice to be serving and impacting many lives for Christ in the community, in the nation, together with some of our best friends and colleagues? Question is, how or what do we need to do to see such things happening for us as well? Um, and, I, and I think the answer is the same thing as Jesus did with Andrew, right? The answer is the same thing as Andrew did with his younger brother. Same thing as Philip did with his friend Nathaniel. Give an invitation. Come and see. It may or may not be something you want, but come and see. But why come and see? Why do they have to come and see for themselves. Why not just tell them who Jesus is, right? And what he has done for all of us. Just explain it, right? Well, yes, you can do that. In fact, I believe many of us tend to do that, right? And there's nothing wrong about that. We should do that. Because you see, your family or your friends may even come to understand who Jesus is or what Christianity is all about because of your explanation. But then you see, they will miss out something that is at the core of Christianity. And what is that? 
Let me show you. Because Jesus is not something you simply explain. Jesus doesn't exist simply for you and I to understand Him. Although that is important. But if you stop there, and I believe many people do stop there, you know, it will mean nothing. It will do nothing to you and me. Because Jesus is someone that you and I personally experience. That is why Jesus invited Andrew and the other disciple of John the Baptist to come and see where he lives and to be with him. And that is why Andrew invited his younger brother Simon Peter to come and meet Jesus for himself. And that is why Philip invited his friend Nathaniel to come and see Jesus and experience him for himself. Likewise, you and I can invite our family and friends to come and see for themselves and experience Jesus and his love for them in a most personal way. So don't underestimate, don't underestimate the power of this simple invite. Come and see. Because this invite can change their lives just as it did for Andrew, his brother, and Philip, and his friend Nathaniel. And just as it changed some of your lives as well, isn't it? Someone invited you, and that simple invitation changed your whole life. So, why don't you try that with your family, with your friends? Why don't we try that with our families and friends? Invite them. Tell them, you know, I'd like to invite you. Come and see. Will you just come and see? You know, will you come with me and see if it is something you like? Just come and see and if you don't like it, then that's perfectly okay, you know? But why don't you just come and see once? That's our responsibility. Uh, what do I mean by that? As Jesus followers, we are not called to be converters, because we are not. And we must admit that many Christians have done the damage by trying to be the converters. And anyone watching today, if you are not a Christian and you had that experience of, you know, Christians trying to force you and convert you to believe in Jesus, I'm sorry for what you went through. Wish you had a different experience because we as Christians are called to simply be inviters, not converters invite us, to invite you because you matter to us, to invite you because just as we share, you know, good stuff, you know, that we experience, likewise, we'd like to share the good things we experience. But yes, we do acknowledge that it may or may not be something you like or you want. And that's okay, because that's your choice, right? And nobody will take away your choice not even God actually. So please forgive us if we have come across to you as converters and not inviters. And in fact, having said that, we have a great platform for you to get to know us, why we believe what we believe as Jesus followers, but even more important, 
It is a platform that we have for you where you can experience Jesus and His love in your own personal way. And you don't have to become a Christian for that, really, trust me. But well, I have to warn you one thing, and that is this. It may change your life. It may change your life, of course, in a good way. So, why don't you come and see for yourself? You may or may not, may not have heard about this platform, but uh, this platform is called the Alpha Course uh, Online. We hope to kick off in uh, mid-August on weekends. So we'd like you to just come and see uh, and experience it for yourself. Uh, we will put up more info on our church website and Facebook. Keep a look out for it. Or uh, you can ask uh, your family uh, members or friend who invited you to watch this message today. But come and see. Come and find out. It might just be something that can benefit you uh, in a way that you have never imagined. All right? And uh, here's one of uh, many stories. Uh, here's one of many stories how Alpha Course, how this platform has benefited and changed lives. And actually, you can find uh, many stories uh, if you go to YouTube. And here's one uh, video, here's one story that I'd like to uh, share with you. I'd like you to watch and hope that you will be encouraged. So let's watch together, shall we? When we get here, everything was a mess for us. I uh, start like a suffering a lot of depression, and I told a lot of like uh, taking my life. I leave my family for a couple months. I start like a drinking a lot of pills. I remember it was like a 22 pills per day. Suffering more than 10 panic attacks per day. Everybody in my family was like a falling apart. Like my daughter, my son, my wife. The family was like a mess. My parents coming here, it actually felt quite difficult because it almost like the roles shifted. They didn't know the language, they were immigrants. I was in a very unhealthy place myself and then I had to kind of step up and be almost like their mom. Through that also seeing my dad go from being my hero to being a broken person. And he would say things like, I hate you guys. I don't want to be with you. A friend of mine, he invited me to the church. At that point, I didn't go to a church, any church. I didn't believe in God. I just was like a lost. And I went to the church on Sunday and I hear about Alpha. And this friend uh, invited me to Alpha the next, the following Monday, and we came to Alpha together. It was a fantastic experience. And when I came to Alpha, everything changed. 
in my life. I clearly remember the day that my dad came home and said, I I've been doing this thing called Alpha. And I thought, like, that's crazy. Like, my dad is doing something at a church. I couldn't deny the fact that my dad had changed so radically. I remember when he asked me to come to Alpha, he said, you'll meet people that will be healthy and good for you. And when he said that, I kind of thought, yeah, that's what I need. I just, I need good friends. I need healthy friends. The first night, I just remember being like, they're all overly friendly, but they're so good. Like, if this is true, like, I'm never leaving this place. During the last talk, I just remember saying like, okay, God, I have all this stuff that I'm doing. I just want you to take it all away. I don't want it anymore. I just want to follow you. I just want to do everything I can to please you and to bring people to know you. And I just felt this, this strength that I never had before to quit drinking. And then shortly after the day after I stopped smoking and the weekend after I got baptized, I knew that feeling and I, and I was so happy because she got it. She, she got the, the idea, she was extremely happy. It's the happiness that you're never gonna see before. I am super thankful that you invited me to offer that. Thank you. <laughs> it changed my life. It was, uh, like, 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 it changed everything for me. Thank you. <laughs> Was it me? <laughs>
who will you invite? Or maybe, who should you invite, right? Andrew invited his younger brother, Simon Peter. Philip invited his friend. In other words, they invited the people who matters to them. So, let me ask you, who are the people that matters to you? Who are the people that matters to you? Who comes to your mind right now? Those are the people you care, right? And those are the people you should invite to come and see for themselves. Because you and I have no idea what hangs in the balance of your invitation in the lives of the people that you care. So, invite. All of us can do that, can't we? We can. But the question is, will you? Will you? And I hope that you will. And bless the people you care about. For who knows, they might just end up thanking you forever for inviting them. God bless.